He brushed off its wounds and then watched it soar into the sky. If he's mindful of creation, on this I can depend. I am his. from the back to the front, but 
All but the front rows are full today, and we praise the Lord for that. And we're glad you're in the, uh, with us in the house of the Lord. The Men's 33 series continues 645 on Tuesday evening in the Family Life class. That's downstairs in this building, if you don't know for sure. Uh, so you don't want to miss that. And then the last thing I want to mention is the WMU will be, uh, they'll be packing the fruit baskets Saturday, December the 17th, starting at 10 o'clock in the morning. And they could use your help and encourage. 10 o'clock Saturday morning, uh, packing the fruit baskets. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. So it's good to see everybody today. We're just looking forward to a great crowd today. I mean, a really good crowd. Uh, I'm pretty good at estimating what we've got. And uh, we're, we're over 500 just with the one seated here uh, this morning. So that means that uh, I don't know how many kids we got in the play. Uh, probably about 900. This <laughs> But uh, you can add that to what's here today. So we praise the Lord uh, for, for such a great crowd. And if you're here specifically uh, for, uh, for a, a child, a nephew, a niece, uh, you know, a grandchild, if, that, if you're here specifically for that, uh, then, uh, then let us know at the end of the service. And let us know if you appreciated the way we were able to put it together. They, the ladies have worked very, very hard to make it fit. And so we're just looking forward to a really great time. And they get better every year, I'll tell you that. Uh, and so just let us know. And if you, because I saw some come in after I mentioned this. So if you're visiting with us and you didn't get a visitor's packet, tell one of the ushers and we'll get it to you before the end of the day. Uh, we don't want you to miss that. We want to make sure you get a visitor's packet if you're visiting with us first time or the first time in a long time. So we're glad to have everybody here. We're going to ask our ushers to come forward for our regular tithes and offerings. This is our regular Sunday morning offering that we do every week uh, for the tithes and offerings of the Nottingham Missionary Baptist Church. And then the special offering will be at the end of the service. And that special offering will be for Michael Moore and his family. Uh, and uh, he'll be here tonight uh, leading the service and preaching. They're coming back from Pigeon Forge. Uh, and I see some visitors coming in right now. See there? I told you. Uh, they're coming back from Pigeon Forge. Of course, we all are not Pigeon Forge. They're coming back from Knoxville. Uh, and uh, David and Taylor are down there. David's finishing up his college career literally as we speak. I think he's done this week, isn't he? And so he's all finished up. He'll graduate in May. Uh, but his classes are all done. Uh, and they went down there, believe it or not, to spend Michael's birthday together uh, with David and Taylor in Knoxville, Tennessee, and they're on their way back right now. So pray for their uh, safety as they travel. I'm going to ask TJ to ask God's blessing on the offering.
You heard it right, folks. The owner of Bethlehem Inn is inviting couples with the names Mary and Joseph to come for a one-night complimentary stay. called Bethlehem, the Savior of the world is born. To celebrate and honor the birth of the Christ child, this Christmas Eve, the owner of Bethlehem Inn is inviting couples with the name Mary and Joseph for a one-night complimentary stay. Let us celebrate the true meaning of Christmas together because tonight there is room at the end. Joseph and this is my wife Mary. We are here for the free night stay. We heard about it on the radio. Welcome to the Bethlehem Inn and Merry Christmas. Where are all your Christmas decorations? This place is about as festive as Scrooge's house. Ah. Seriously? That's it? Where are all the lights and decorations? Just not Christmas without a big tree with lights and lots of ornaments. It's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich without the peanut butter or the jelly. No, 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 you don't have to thank us. It's Christmas. 
See how that brightens up the lobby? It's just not Christmas without all the lights and decoration. Jolly old Saint Nick, you can't have Christmas without Santa Claus. Yes, because everybody needs a belly that shakes like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> Here's your room key. Please come back at 7 this evening. We will all be celebrating the true meaning of Christmas together. But Christmas is about Jesus. chapter 1 says that in Jesus was life, and his life was the light of men. He came to dwell among us. It is Jesus who came down from heaven as a baby born in a stable. He is the true light of Christmas. He is the light of the world. Welcome to the Bethlehem Inn, and Merry Christmas. Hello, I'm Joe, and this is my wife, Mary Lou. We heard about the free night today, and here we are, Mary and Joseph, just like from the Bible, only we didn't come on a donkey. And I won't be giving birth to the Savior of the world tonight, <laughs> but I did bring my grandpa. <laughs> That's a really ugly dog you got there. It's Rudolph, Grandpa. It's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Do you feed him anything? Looks like he needs some candy. Here's your room key. Please come back at 7 this evening. We will all be celebrating the true meaning of Christmas together. Come on, Grandpa. Let's get to the room and start celebrating Christmas together. Oh boy. Get it. Come on. Get a minute. Come on. It's not a dog, Grandpa. It's a fake reindeer. <laughs> That's the laziest dog I've ever saw. Come on, Mary. Let's go up to our room. We'll come back for him later. I'm so glad he came with us. It, it just would be Christmas if we didn't get to spend time together as family. That's what Christmas is all about, spending time together as family. Christmas is about Jesus. Ephesians 1.5 says, Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Christmas is about our adoption into God's family and made possible because Jesus came as a perfect sacrifice for all who accept his gift of salvation. So we can have a personal relationship to our Heavenly Father.
Welcome to the Bethlehem Inn, and Merry Christmas. Hi, I'm Joseph, and this is my, my wife, Mary. Oh, men, the lifeboats, women, and children first. Oh. What was that? It's a fruitcake. It's a gift for you. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Best diffused by 3022. Nothing says Christmas like fruitcakes. And candy cane. <laughs> Cookies shaped like Christmas trees and Santa Claus and stars with sprinkles. And chips and dips and pork, pork rind. <laughs> jelly beans. Oh, I love jelly beans. Pizza on earth, goodwill toward all men. They get stuck in my denture. I'm not allowed to eat them anymore. No one likes me taking my teeth out to get them unstuck. Here's your room key. Please come back at 7 this evening. We will all be celebrating the true meaning of Christmas together. Here's a Slim Jim. Look, I shaped them as candy. This is so Christmassy. I know, right? Here's to eat away to another Christmas But Christmas is about Jesus. Chapter 6, verse 51 says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Hi, I'm Joseph, and this is my wife, Mary. Joseph, can we step out cookies and milk out for Santa here? How will we know where we are? Santa knows these things. And will we read the night before Christmas and watch a Charlie Brown Christmas? Yes, dear. And will we have hot chocolate with lots of those tiny marshmallows and stir it with candy canes? Yes, dear. And will you put a shaving cream beer down your face with candy claws? Yes, dear. Let's do it now. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. to be in. My memory ain't what it used to be. How bad is it? How bad is what? Your memory. You said your memory is getting bad. It is? <laughs> Room 103, Grandpa. You write that on my hand. Memory ain't what it used to be. Other way, Grandpa. Now where am I supposed to be going? Room 103! Oh. Oh. Huh. I wonder why I was going there. Our traditions are what makes Christmas so special. It wouldn't be Christmas without them. Here's your room key. Please come back at 7 this evening. We will all be celebrating the true meaning of Christmas together. Can we get the Hallmark Yes, dear. <laughs> but Christmas is about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
15 says, Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or our, or our epistle. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows like a light bulb. How about you get spread some joy somewhere else? Welcome to the Bethlehem Inn and Merry Christmas. Ta-da! Behold, Mary and Joseph come seeking room at the inn. We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We love to sing Christmas music. It's what makes Christmas so special. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. With a corncob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Who doesn't love to sing Christmas music? is coming to town. Here's your room key. Please come back at 7 this evening. We're always celebrating the true meaning of Christmas together. Christmas, Christmas time is near. It's time for toys and time for cheer. We've been good, but we can't last. Hurry, Christmas, hurry fast. Elvis! Uh, uh. Uh, you got a napkin? Someone drew it all down the front of me. <laughs> but Christmas is about Jesus. Psalms 95, 1 through 2 says, O come, let us sing for the joy to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make joyful noise unto him songs. Hi there, we're here you're offering our free night stay for the couples by the name of Mary and Joseph. Welcome to the Bethlehem Inn, and Merry Christmas. I'm Joseph, and this is my wife Mary. Ben shopping. Is the reason for the season. Nothing says, I love you like lots of Christmas presents. So you think the Bob Ross Chia Pet you gave me last year said I love you? Yes, like the toilet plunger you gave me had love written all over it. <laughs> I'm hoping you got me something better this year. Christmas is about getting good gifts. It's the thought that counts, remember? Here's a thought, your gifts stink.
Here's your room key. Please come back at seven this evening. We'll all be celebrating the Truman year Christmas together. So what are you getting? So what are you getting me for uh, Christmas? Something you really, really deserve. Good. Don't be so sure. But Christmas is about Jesus. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord.
please, everyone, have a seat. Anybody up for some pork rinds? It's so pretty when it snows. Who has a runny nose? Snows, Grandpa, not nose. Having a little trouble hearing, are you? Nope, just got a brand new hearing aid. Oh, what kind is it? Seven o'clock. <laughs> Please, everyone, let's turn our thoughts to the birth of our Savior. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When his mother Mary was a spouse of Joseph, before they came together, she was found a child of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And so it was that while they were in Bethlehem, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them at the inn. And they were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring unto you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there is with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. We must never let Christmas be only about foods, or lights, or gift giving, or Santa Claus, or even family. It is about the birth of our glorious Savior, Jesus, God's wonderful gift to the world. He sent his son to be born on earth so he could be a sacrifice his life to save our lives. Christmas is about Jesus.
Give them a nice big round of applause. I told you it gets better every year. Uh, it really does. I want to read a passage of scripture, and they already read it in the program, but I want to read it again. Uh, most everybody knows that, that from Nottingham that when Christmas comes around, uh, we're going to Luke. <laughs> you know, we, we always, uh, this pastor always winds up in Luke. Haven't you appreciated Michael preaching all the Christmas sermons out of the book of Matthew this year? <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I always wind up in the book of Luke one way or the other. And I want to read some verses uh, from the Gospel of Luke, chapter number two, beginning in verse eight. And it says this And there were in the country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And then verse 11 says this, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Let me read that 11th verse again. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I don't, know if you've, I don't know if you've really thought about this. I've mentioned this before, so if you're from Nottingham, you probably have. But it, 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 if you missed it or if you never really thought about it before, but there's all these religions in the world today. And, of course, we have an awful lot of talk about inclusism. And, you know, we've got to make sure that, uh, that we treat every religion the same. Let me tell you something. They're not the same. There's only one religion in all the world, only one, that has a Savior. Only one. I mean, they have prophets. They have teachers. They have guides, they have spirits, they have all of these things, but there's only one place you can get a Savior. And you see, the thing is, is that mankind desperately needs a Savior. Have you ever wondered why you did something wrong and you knew it was wrong when you did it? You ever, you ever, and then you think back and you go, why did I do that? I hurt their feelings. I caused a problem. I did this. I did that. Why did I do that? Because 
you're a sinner. I know we don't talk about these things very much anymore, but it's true. You're a sinner. I tell you what, these kids up here, you know, they're, they're so darling, you can't hardly stand it. And they're so funny, and they, you know, and we're, I was thinking about it this morning. I was watching some of the children uh, who had, you know, had parts in the, in the program, and they learned their lines, and they said them so funny and all that, and I thought, yeah, I, I, re, I remember the, the first time that one came through the door, just a tiny little baby in arms, and we're, we're watching them grow, and, and, and we just love them to death. But they're sinners. We don't want to admit it. We think our children are perfect. And every, the problem is everybody else's kids, right? This is it. It's not my kid. My kid's perfect. The, prob, the reason, the reason he, he pushed the canoe off of the roof of the shed in the back was because your son was there. That's why. He would have never done it. If he hadn't have been, if it hadn't, yeah. That's the way we think. But we know that's not true. We know that our kids and everybody's kids, no matter how hard we try, they still, they still tell those white lies and they still cheat and they still do these things that just drive us crazy. What is wrong with them? Same thing wrong with you. We have a sin nature. And we need, we need a savior. We need one so bad. It's, I mean, every one of us, we need a Savior so bad. You know what? Without a Savior, there's no eternal hope. Not for me, not for you, not for anybody else. You see, Christmas isn't for good people. You know, that's what you always say, right? You better watch out. You better be good. Santa Claus is watching. If you're not good, you won't get nothing. Get a, get a bag full of coal. These days, coal's pretty expensive. Might be, might be a good idea to get it. <laughs> but, but the truth is, that's what we say. But in reality, there, without Jesus Christ, there aren't any good people. We're not good. Let's face it. Let's be honest. Christmas isn't for good people. It's for bad people. It's for people like me. And it's for people like you. Because Jesus did not come to earth to die for the righteous. He came to earth to die for sinners just like me and you. Just like us. We're all in this together, folks. But one morning in April of 1968, and the invitation was given at the Rose Lane Baptist Church in Marietta, Georgia. And I got up and walked down the aisle. And the man at the end of that aisle was my father. He was the pastor of the church. <laughs> and I, I threw my arms around his neck and I said, Dad, I need to be saved. And I trusted a Savior. And the Savior saved my soul. He forgave me. He cleansed me. He gave me, he gave me the indwelling of the sweet Holy Spirit. He changed my life. And the very reason I'm standing here today is not because I was compelled to go to a good Bible college. It's not because I had all of the right, you know, mental human so that I could learn theology. No, no. The reason I'm here today is because a 12-year-old boy walked down an aisle and got saved and never got over it. And if you're here this morning and you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, Daryl, Derek, y'all come on up and get ready with a song. If you're here this morning... 
and you've never trusted Jesus as your Savior, you know what? Today's the day. This is the moment. This is the moment that he's been waiting for. Did you know that? Jesus is waiting for you. When you get ready for Jesus, you're going to find out that Jesus has always been ready for you. He's, he, he's been ready to save you right from the start. All you got to do is trust him. Brother Harry's down here this morning. There's nothing he'd love better than to show you how to trust the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. If you're a lady and you, and, and you need to come, there'll be one of our ladies with a Bible and they'll be more than happy to sit down on the front pew or kneel in this altar with you and show you how you can trust the Lord Jesus Christ and be born into the family of God. Dear Lord, we pray that over these next few moments that your sweet Holy Spirit would touch hearts. That someone here today would recognize that they need the Lord. Because, Lord, in my heart, Lord, I know, I know in this place there are people that need Jesus. There are people that need forgiveness. Lord, there are people who need to know and have assurance that they belong to you. And, Lord, today's the day they could get it. Today's the day that their life could be changed. Today, their hopelessness could be turned into hope everlasting. Their sinfulness could be turned into the righteousness of Christ. Lord, their fear could be turned into joy. Touch us, we pray, during this invitation time. Move upon our hearts, we pray. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Let's stand How again. deep the Father's love for us. How vast beyond all measure that he would give his only son to make a wretch his treasure how great the pain of searing loss the Father turns his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory. Behold the man upon the cross. Sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed, I hear my mocking voice call out.